The club is in the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends at the table doing shots, drinking fast, and then we talk slow. You come over and start up a conversation with just me, and trust me, I'll give it a chance. Now I'll take my hand, stop, put the van on the man, the jukebox, and then we start to dance. And now I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love. Your love is handmade for somebody like me. Come on now and follow my lead. I may be crazy, don't find me, say boy, let's not talk too much. Grab on my waist, no, put that body on me. Come on now, follow my lead, no, come on now, follow my lead. That's awesome, guys. That's awesome. Thank you so much. That was amazing. It sounded great. Oh, goodness. Ed Sheeran, watch out. No, he, I'm like I, someone I, that doesn't know lyrics. He so loves it. He loves forever. it. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. This is amazing. You are our first uh, guest from Greece. Oh, thanks for having us. Glad oh, to be here. Thanks for having us. And, and I love your post. I love what's going on. And I, 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 first of all, I love that you guys are doing what you're doing. And we're going to get into all that. We're going to talk all about that. Um, but I, I just want to introduce everybody. So uh, Greg is on the right side. And then Christos is on the left side, right? So just everybody, when they're watching it, and they know who who's who. Right, and then I'm in the middle on my side. That's all it is. Right, so you guys are in. You guys are in. Is it pronounced Manny or Mani or how's it pronounced in Greece? You uh, explain it. Yeah, it, uh, the, Greek guy the, explain. the little peninsula on the Peloponnese, the middle like uh, peninsula. There's a uh, Mani. Mani. That's what I thought. I thought there was a little bit of a a Greek thing. Oh, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I didn't want to butcher it by saying hey, Mani. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not. <laughs> right, it's Mani. All right, so we yeah. we've got the two guys. It's uh their Instagram handle is the number two guys dot in dot Greece, and we're gonna have this chat, which I've got a number of questions to ask about you guys building or, or renovating a 200-year-old house in Both. Greece. Both. Right? Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a right. build and a renovation. Yeah, that's right. So. You guys are expanding it. So it's like, are you both from, where are you guys originally from? Um, I grew up in Vancouver, but I'm a third generation uh, Greek in Vancouver. So with heritage, I have roots down in the deeper into Mani um, from Sparta and Corinth as well. Um, so I would, uh, I came out here, I served in the military and uh, ended up being in uh, Kalamata, and we would come out here for vacations all the time. And Greg fell in love with Greece too, and went yeah. up here, even though he's he's full straight up Canadian, one hundred percent Canadian from Vancouver yeah. as well. Uh, no, actually, from a little small town, Cambridge, Ontario. Oh, you're in Cambridge, uh, but I lived in. Okay, I'm from Cambridge. Yeah, not too far yeah. from the studio. We've had some trades from Cambridge come in and record shows in the studio, so it's all good. Fantastic. So, so there is the Canadian connection. There's a Canadian connection going all the way to Greece, but I knew that there had to have been some sort of family connection to that area of Greece, right? And that's basically where yeah. it started, kind of thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, um, I basically, when I was in the military, I got transferred down to Kalamata, and Kalamata is the closest city to the the Mani coastline. Right. And um, so I loved it here, got a little apartment and I would vacation here. And when I met Greg, I would bring him here to vacation in Greece. And um, the way we ended up here is we came here in 2020 to uh, try and hide from COVID a bit. <laughs> and we went on a little road trip down the Mani coastline. And Greg saw all these stone towers and stone buildings. And he's like, yeah. are you going to buy me a stone house? Are you going to buy me a stone house? And Yeah, there's there's actually something... I mean, I've seen stone houses in Canada, like they, they exist, but they're not, they don't, they're not the same. There's not something the same. magical about a stone house here. Yeah. And uh, it's just um, this, especially along the coast here, it's, uh, it's, it's literally the only kind of style of house you see. Um, but it doesn't match what most of us think about Greece, you know, with the white houses and the, you know, the, the concrete or the, you know, the, the 
what's white the word? and blue, white and blue, like yeah. rooftops and such from the island. So it's a very different, rustic kind of look, um, which I fell in love with. I think it's amazing. So basically, you had the light bulb moment first. So you came up with the idea of why not tackle this that we've never done before. Yeah, I uh, exactly. I feel I don't think we intended to buy something that was this in need of love and repair. Um, But I mean, we're, we're, I like to think we're young, we don't have a huge cash flow. So um, picking up a a house on the side of a mountain for the price we did, um, it was totally overgrown. Um, Abandoned for 40 years. Yeah, like a jungle, like an absolute jungle. So you can imagine most tourists coming in to see this place. uh, We're we're just like, no, not touching this. And then we looked at it and we're like, we could cut these trees. Yeah. That's fine. And we fell like, in love. The house, <laughs> the house was like full of old artifacts, like the old, like an old loom and all the things like in the old, the hope chests and stuff yeah. from back in the day. And the, the view was just amazing. And then the style of the house, the way it's built, it is very specific to the Mani Peninsula. Um, the way they would build, it was like a fortification, the way the towers with the tiny little windows um up top was for protection because the fa- the families would actually have vendettas against each other and <laughs> attack each other and stuff so um there's some pretty aggressive history <laughs> but uh, greece is very proud of that, that part of the history as well too so that's what i loved when yeah. i started looking at some of the the videos and the images i i mean because i'm a Sorian, right so i'm from the azores and that's why i i'm so intrigued by what you guys are doing because it's on my list of things to do and i'm trying to figure out how to do it myself but when i looked at your place and what you guys are working on it's very similar we have lava rock that we do and a lot of the homes are built with lava rock but then you start getting other homes that are 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 parged and they're stuccoed and it's white and you've got the terracotta tile shingles and everything like that so it's like it's so similar and that's why i was loving it and every time i was watching some of the content i wanted to basically just transport myself right in there because i can see the narrow roadways i can see the difficulties but also when you climb all those little steps and you get to certain heights you turn around and you basically see things that you do not see anywhere else in the world that's what i love about it yeah so you guys i mean but you guys are not construction people you're not like you don't have the know-how we weren't okay but now that's what i'm saying i'm getting to that you guys are becoming that yeah i got a little bit of the um yeah the construction property holdings bite from my my side my family um my my mom uh, grandmother uh, uncle everyone's realtor um and then my parents like my dad was into construction all that so i experienced uh, that with uh, like some of our stuff in vancouver um so i was like it's not that bad we can do it you know <laughs> and we tried to do a little bit of our research we found an engineer before buying it um but just you know realtors in greece ugh, that's that's a whole <laughs> so, yeah, other so that's podcast. what i, I want to get into this whole world like was that yeah. let's let's start from the beginning was it a challenge to actually purchase the property was it a challenge to just get that ball? I, I, you guys are both laughing, right? So it yeah. must have been. Yeah. <laughs> so we we purchased real estate in Vancouver, and it's very streamlined. That was the most, yeah, like we just knew what to do. It was easy. Here, I could never have done that by myself. There is absolutely no way. I just in in my own world, I mean, maybe it's it's navigatable by other other expats and other people visiting, but um, it is a very different experience here. Uh, Everything was controlled by a lawyer. Um, The like most, there's still a family oriented culture here. So 
all properties belong to a family who has many children and many grandchildren and many great grandchildren. And uh, as soon as one passes away, you're you're having to put those pieces back together. And really, I mean, this happens in, in Canada as well. But um, I, I think like when we bought the property, the real estate agent didn't know how the property worked. There was this wonderful line. We saw maps of this place and there was this wonderful line going through the property. We never questioned it. Um, the so real they, the realtor basically was just like, give your deposit, give your deposit now. Like you're going to lose the <laughs> place, you know, give your deposit. And luckily we had a great lawyer and the lawyer's like, whoa, everybody hold up. Yeah. Like, let's do our research. Uh, you're not giving a euro. And Greg, very emotional guy. I love him to death, but very emotional. He's like, we have to give our deposit. We're going to lose the house. <laughs> Get rid of the Canadian um, side of way of doing things, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was trying we to, to remember, I wanted this. Yes, house. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So I'm trying to be like more the like, no, like, let's be logical. So I'm working with the lawyer and our lawyer did all his research and he actually found out that it's not one property. It was actually two properties. Um, and the second property was actually in multiple names. Um, with the owner and his daughter. And the second property was declared unbuildable land, unusable land. Right. And there was also an illegal extension onto the 200-year-old stone tower with another stone extension. And that extension was never declared. It was illegal. And it also was right on top of the middle of the two property lines. So it was a bit messy. <laughs> um, but our, I do have to, you know, we've heard horror stories in, you know, Greece of like eight, 10 years for paperwork and sales and wow. things. Our lawyers were awesome. They got everything sorted out uh, within about two and a half months over Christmas from like uh, yeah. end of October uh, till um, early February uh, 2021. And we got it all figured out. Um, and also when the way they did the paperwork and all that, was that the first property was able to absorb the second property so we would be able to to gain the FSR on it. So we would it would be deemed buildable, which was great because otherwise it would have been useless to us. And where we're doing the big extension now is actually technically where that second property was. So luckily for the good planning and all that. And then when we went to go, the old contracts, when we sat there, uh, I don't know if you saw on our Instagram, but Greg did a little timeline. We had like 38 pages of signing documents. I saw um, a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, the contract is all old school. So it's literally like this property neighboring by this person, this person, which has a big boulder on the northwest side and a wooden it's, oven and a 21 uh, cubic meter water reservoir. So it's all descriptive. Yeah, uh, written, yeah. word for word to describe. There's no picture of the property. It's a yeah. description, a full but, novel on the and property. Then fast forward to 2022. So we have that part of the contract. And then there's addendums to the contract because now it's 2022. Greece is like fully jumped into the new age. It also had four, 54 GPS waypoints attached to that description from the previous contract. So it's like this yeah. whole package to make sure that this is our property now. Right. So so that in, in money there, the town hall, I mean, how big is the city or how big is the village? Uh, how many people are um, there? Oh, it's not even called a village. It's not even a village, actually. It's a settlement. <laughs> That's um, what I figured. Settlement. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, um, is, it, is it like someone's been keeping a track of all the homes there and what they've done to them and how it's, it's been? Actually, yeah. There's actually a village deeper into Mani, mm -hmm. um, which had the archive paperwork. So our lawyer had to like drive down the coastline. And it's a very mountainous region. Actually, Greece is 80% mountainous. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, so our lawyer had to drive all the way down go retrieve the paperwork, go redeclare the paperwork at this like office at some village, another 40 minutes down the coast. Um, 
to a bigger village that was housing that paperwork. Okay, so now you guys own the property. And now we own it on the paperwork and digital stuff too. Okay. Yeah. And now and you've got this home that's been nothing for 50 years. Yeah. And obviously parts of it falling apart. Uh, I mean, I saw you guys yeah. rebuilding the one wall there. I know you guys talked a lot about the tower. I don't know how far yeah. along you guys are with the tower or where the work is. I saw some of the renderings, but now, I mean, what did that feel for you guys when you first took ownership of the property and you guys walk into this house and the amount of history and now what you guys want to do it for yourselves, right? How does that feel? Incredible. Yeah. Actually, it, it, it's funny to look back now because the amount we, we instantly were like, this is our new home. Um, we can't live in it. It doesn't have heat or running water. We don't even know where the toilet would flush to. Um, and yet we we swept the floors. We went to the hardware we store. We cleaned like... the place. We, we started, we went to the, yeah, we went to the hardware store probably for the first time in, in our lives to buy like actual hardware, like, or sorry, <laughs> actual equipment to like cut trees. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was a weird experience, but, but we did it so that we could walk around the property and actually start explore. to enjoy it and explore yeah. it a little bit more, but, but mostly just to, to be able to, to be on it without a tree poking you in the face. So we got it to a point where we could walk on this to find out that we we had an arborist come in and like wipe out all the trees. It, we, we were laughing because we were like <laughs> the amount of work it took us, the weeks and three weeks, weeks of three weeks of, the, of just our, like, chopping and cutting and scratching ourselves with. Uh, yeah, it was wild um, to have this guy just in, in two or three days just clear the land. <laughs> we were, was it difficult? Because, you know, we I mean, these were very mature olive trees that you guys were cutting. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and like, also, be, because the, the settlement is actually on like a little a caldera, like um, um, so it's sort of like a bowl shaped. Um, so a lot of the trees for 40 some odd years, they were fighting for light. So they were like 40, 50 foot tall olive trees going on a 45 degree angle. So yeah. the arborist was like, we have to cut these back significantly. They're dangerous. They're like the weight on them, you know, you're going to be ripping out walls because our property actually has 11 layers to it. So like, um, so they were like just really going to town and we were so sad because it was so magical, like yeah. to just, uh, Greg actually recorded a video of just standing there the day before they started of like the birds chirping, just hearing like, you know, the, you could hear like in the far distance and like off bouncing off the other mountain is like the bells from the goats, the sheep herders. You can hear the, the yeah. birds chirping. It's, it's just it's really cool. It's really magical. It's a different, there. a different kind of quiet up there. Um, yeah. So we cut these trees. I mean, the birds came back. Don't worry. Like we, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't injure too much of the uh, the habitats. It, they they figured it out the next season. But yeah, it was uh, it was it, we had to do it. It was, um, and now we got firewood for years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so you guys so. get that. So now you own the property. It's somewhat cleaned up. Um, yeah. You got to get a designer. You got to get an architect. Now none of that started Absolutely. yet. No, uh, they came while we were doing our little cleanup. We thought we were all great. We brought the engineer and um, one of his architects from their team and they started doing like um, with their lasers and started measuring the property because they've never had actual plans. And in the on the ground floor, there's like the mountain protruding into the house. You know, the walls are like 80 centimeters thick. So they had to do the whole like survey and everything to be, even create the original plans before we could even start planning anything. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I want to, I wanted you guys to describe a little bit what's the finished house going to look like. But I still want to stay in where it's at right now because I have I'm very respectful of what was built. 
right? Mm-hmm. But I know sure. that you guys are going to give it care. You're going to modernize it. You're going to give it its flavor today, but you're still going to stay true. Like I'm hoping you guys, and I'm not even Absolutely. demanding it. I'm just asking, right? But I'm hoping we're, for, that, we're forced to anyways. Yeah. yeah also, yeah, so the government starts getting involved and because there's a lot of that yeah, stuff. And yeah. I guess with communication as well with the laborers, and I know that there's rules in Greece about um, you have to let them know who's working or how many hours they're working and you have to pay them a certain amount or like there's all these funny rules right is that exactly the case too yeah um so a little bit of like a quick synopsis is like we started making some plans we got super excited about doing an extension because greg and i when we cleared a bit of the property and when the arbors cleared we're like wow this view this view is insane yeah um and a little bit this settlement is actually right above a castle cafe bar where i proposed to greg back in 2016 Oh, so speaking of which, sorry, like, sorry, I'm totally, I forgot. It's happy anniversary, like last week, wasn't it? We. Yes and no, technically, yeah, or no? It was, no November 5th. Yes. yes. Yeah. Been when we did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. Month, That's yeah. all. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I totally forgot. <laughs> yes. Um, I was like, am I forgetting something? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, oh, no. Causing a fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, so, sorry. Yeah, so, Crystals, you were saying? Yeah, so it's just like th- that view, and we have so many layers to our property. We're just getting more and more excited about the view. So Greg and I are like, you know what? We don't need, we don't have that much money. So like, we want to fix up the house, and we want to go up a little bit just to get a, a little master bedroom, just something, you know. So the first plan they came up with us was actually in the front of the tower, doing an, uh, more of like a kitchen, um, and then an extra bedroom a bit higher up with a rooftop patio. We're like, great, unobstructed view, and then that got xed because um, the tower, existing tower, is illegal. Uh, for the height limits, um, it, it's it's illegal in a sense that if we were to build it today, we would not be able to. Yeah, right. So it's grandfathered it's, in now. It's okay. Um, the the house is not going to be touched. It's just uh, if you were to, yeah, we could not reproduce that house today. Is it, it because the neighbor or, the neighbor would object to it? No, just that the actual the physical the law you can't go more than seven point five meters. Oh, from the that's why. Land. Okay, I and got it. and you're right. The neighbor next to us, um, there we are like next to our neighbor. Um, we could probably a small thin or human could go through the two properties, but um, two houses. There's a two point five meter rule now. Setback. Uh, yeah, so we can't we can't construct anything within two point five meters from from our neighbor. But you're so. still going to go up a little bit. So yeah. with that first that first uh, idea got X because it was too tall, couldn't touch it. So then we said, okay, well, we'll go back. Well, we can't go back where that illegal extension was. We were going to put a, a bedroom above that, but we couldn't touch that because that extension was within 2.5 meters of the neighbors. Got it. So then the solution was, let's go further back. And then we're it's all free reigns. We can go up 7.5 meters from that natural land, which was already like four layers up. Yeah. So we'll get even better view. Um, so that's how we ended up having the long stretch and then the tower. And and that's why we're excavating is because behind the mount, it, it, it was just mountain. mountain, like uh, the mountain began as soon as the house ended. So, so, so in order you, to build this tower. That and that's where, that's where all the core drilling is happening that, uh, yeah. that you guys are doing, right. To just break the rock there. Absolutely. Yeah. But then uh, is it traditional that, that you guys break the rock and then keep the rock and then use the rock? It is more so this is actually unheard of now, um, you know, so if you if you were to go to a, a stone build anywhere else, that's not, you know, remote, like we, we are on the mountainside, 
Um, I mean, we're not too remote. Yeah. It's just because we don't have a, you can't drive There's to no our house. You can't bring road. a tractor there. Um, but uh, if you were to look at any other builds, it's, uh, they're doing a concrete, you know, structure. Yeah. Uh, brick around and then they're they're doing this exterior like stone wall um where ours is about what three four feet of rock oh so, and like our the walls are 80 centimeters and in the new tower there are 60 centimeter walls wow so they're of pure yeah. stone right so no no concrete um is actually being used to build the the structure at all this is all just the old way the only way that they would do it in the back in the day um the only concrete they're using right now is is a belt around every i think it's every three meters they're going to put a, a concrete belt around the um around the uh the tower and and that's just to keep it to give it extra strength as it goes and, up uh, they're going to put a band as it goes up oh really yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. just that's from yeah. the engineer that's just signing off from the engineer just for structural purposes extra yep yeah. yeah. what was the yeah. reasoning why that one wall was bowed out is that just no maintenance mm. on the wall or over the time or was it? Um, yeah. So the previous owner actually had not made, created a new entrance. Um, and when created a new entrance, they threw in some like cinder blocks and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't really, um, it wasn't structurally kept as well. And then the roof was collapsing from above as well. So, and then the actual, um, the mortar and like the, the, the bonding binding, what they did was actually they, so the stone was from the property back in the day or from the neighborhood. And then the binding equipment was, um, or the actual cement that they used was actually taken from the earth, mixed with sand, mixed yeah. with clay and water. So over the years, it just became weaker and weaker as yeah. opposed to now where, so on the old structure, they're actually like pressure washing, cleaning it out, scraping it out, and then re-cementing or injecting when they need to. And then in the new tower, it's obviously going to be with their cement bonding with the stone itself. And then, yeah, the belt every 1.5 meters um, going around, but it's, you won't see the belt. It's like within the wall. Right. It's the core. It's the inside of the wall. And then it's just, you, yeah. you're keeping yeah. the stone is still, because you want to keep it traditional looking. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when we, I, I believe we, we were the ones they chose to sell the property to because uh, they were working in other in other directions as well, or at least that's what we were hearing. But we asked for original photos of this house and and anything they could give us to show us what the original state of the house looked like because we have absolutely no intention to you know ruin the exterior inter internal like we need a modern home like we want this to feel you know like uh, like fresh and clean, but. Uh, you know, from the outside standpoint, we wanted to to bring it back to its natural way. Uh, um, we have mud, like uh, I don't even know what layers existed anymore. You know, it's it's near impossible to tell just from the 40 years of growth. Yeah. And like we were shoveling out like eight inches of like mud from just decomposed leaves over the years and stuff. And then we're like, yeah. wow, we have a patio. We have tiles. Yeah, we're finding <laughs> tiles. We're like excavating ourselves like yeah. little archaeologists. So how yeah. long have yeah. you guys been at it for now? So if it took about two and a half months just to get the paperwork out of the way and then the first day of demo to now, and then what are you guys giving yourself budget-wise timeline? Um, how long you figure before you guys get your completed home? It took us, uh, I'd say, about four months to land proper designs with the engineer and architects, the the team, because um, we're going back and forth. No, we can't do this. Yes, no, yes, no. We actually had to have three meetings up at the property. But it's a team of like 15 people up there because they're like, yep, yeah, it's going to be a metal structure yeah. with stone on the outside, like how Greg was saying, or it's going to be cement. But 
we're on a tiny stone pa- uh, stone path. There's no way to bring a rig with these big metal beams to actually build a metal structure. And there was no way to, and it was illegal to pump past a certain amount of distance with a cement pump. So the only way was, well, stone, and we're going to excavate yeah. to use this part of the property anyways. We're going to create the stone and use our own stone. So we had a company from Athens come, these stone scientist things. They took cores out. Um, they tested our stone to make sure it was good. And then that was the drawing. Submitted the paperwork for, uh, what's the word in English? Uh, for the permits. Yeah. Um, and um, everything got halted. Uh, we hit our first roadblock. They wanted more photos. Um, yeah. So our engineers tried sending like the ugly photos of the inside and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we want more. And they deemed the house archaeological. So Really? Who's doing that? Yeah. Why, so again, why are they doing that? Um, just because of the age and it's uh, protected from like it's a historical place there was a major battle against the ottomans part of the freedom oh, of greece wow right by it so it's a it's a local like historic spot and yeah since it was deemed archaeological we now like we're all hands off it's what they told us what to do so we had plans like some like beautiful windows with like nice balconies looking out they're like nope 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 you gotta yeah. see, stick to the era um so budget went up almost a hundred thousand canadian um wow. yeah so it is the difference between being able to use like metal shutters um now we're forced to use wood they they can't look wood. like wood they have to be wood um the interior? can you can you do what you want to do on the interior still or are you hands are yeah, tied interior is fine yeah we, okay. we can do anything as long as the exterior is is the traditional way and it has to be a byzantine style clay roof with the extra scalloped underneath and the yeah. like the could you not like i mean we we've done this here in, in canada um could you not have a um oops moment and maybe some Ooh. rocks kind of came down and now we can't we have to put a bigger window now. Could you not love that. kind of do that? It's a very we, Greek mentality <laughs> you have. Here. I'm just that's, saying. Yeah, that's old school Greece. We tried that. Our it didn't I, work. I tried. That's uh, old school Greek. Uh, like that would work. Okay. And, uh, I I tried with our engineer, and he's like, "Nope, nope." They've gotten so strict here because of all the years of all this illegal stuff. Um, that if you do anything wrong, it must be torn down and you'll be fined annually until it is remediate, remediated. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, that's serious. Not that, worth the risk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything's hardcore by the book. Yeah. So what did but, you guys really lose? I guess you lost some larger windows, right? But aesthetically, like on the outside, you were already going down that path. It was going to stay this way. Yeah. So we, we were never going to touch the, um, actually that's not entirely true. We were, we were hardly going to touch the tower that is in place now. So that was going to stay as it was. I mean, we did lose the ability to use metal shutters and, and the choice of windows, um, where we've taken a window. So that wall that you saw that was buckling and yeah. uh, needed to be replaced, it actually worked in our favor because we wanted to build a, a way to get out onto the patio. Um, so we were moving the front door anyways. Um, so it worked out, but, uh, the size of that door that we had originally designed since we knew we were going to do this anyways, um, we were, we had it larger. We wanted like these French doors to go onto our beautiful patio. And now they're just, I mean, they're still going to be 
Are they going to be French doors? It's going. It went from two meters down to one one point two meter door. Ah, so they're like just smaller, half less the size. Light, yeah. You know, wow. almost yeah, almost half the size. Yeah. So it's less it, like because when they knocked out that wall, we were standing in the house, and like you see the adjacent mountain, and you're just like, this is insane. Like you're just like, let me stand here and look at a mountain in my face. Like yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, but, I gotta ask you guys: Is there a little bit of resistance because technically you're Canadian, but there's still some family connection there, or not? I would just say just the sale. That's not, okay. Um, that's all it is. Yeah. The sale. The owner was an old captain, an old uh, uh, a captain of a uh, uh, sailing captain. And he had two contracts in place before and he tore them up. And then when they said to us, when we put our offer in, we lowballed. Um, we're just like, hey, we love your It home. was uncomfortable for me. I could yeah. not handle it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> gotta get rid of the Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went in, we love, we're like, hey, here's our offer. You know, we've fallen in love with this place. Um, and um, if you have any photos, great, you know. And they came back and they're like, look, we already said the price is not negotiable. We're not accepting anything below asking. However, since you're a young couple and you're Greek and from here and you and you love the home and you want to to like treat it like your own, um, we'll gift you X amount of euros. Um, and they lower the price. And Greg was jumping up and down. He's like, yay, great. And I was like, no, no, we're not done yet. Like, can I, you know, we messaged back. We're like, great. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. However, at this point in time, our financial situation is what we offered. Um, that's what we can afford. And that was true at the time. Um, and I said, we're leaving back for Canada in like three days, four days. Um, you know, just let us know. And, uh, they got back to us in two days and yeah, we were able to purchase the, the prop or get the ball rolling on the property purchase. And then, yeah. yeah. So I was it, shocked. Well, I was literally floored that this worked. <laughs> it worked because I think the the previous owner just saw something, right? It's no different than any other yeah. property, right? He probably had a feeling. He just said, okay, these guys will take care of this house. And that's what he yeah, was I probably so. really looking forward to, right? So it's kind of yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's a 200-year-old house. So has it always stayed in the same family? Was he the last surviving member of that family? Or was it, do you know of? Oh, he bought it back in the 1950s, 1960s. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you saw on Instagram, there's Kiria Tassia. She's like our neighbor. She's like this 95-year-old lady. Uh, oh, there is a photo on our Instagram oh, of you this need to lady. Check this out. Okay. She is... Um, is she the window, like a window lady? She's always there talking to everybody through the um, window? No, but no? we do see her often. And, and I don't speak a lick of... I mean, well, I'm learning Greek, but uh, she only speaks Greek. And it's... She just thinks that if she just continues to speak to me, it it will eventually work. <laughs> um, it's She's so sweet. But uh, one day we see her on the side. She's coming up the, the path and she has this two strings, uh, two strings holding an oven, an oh, oven. Right. We're, and we're not talking like a, a small, easy bake kind of like oven. We're talking like an oven bigger than her. Um, it, it's on the Instagram. It, it's my favorite photo I've ever taken here. It, it's unbelievable. Um, what the lady does. So <laughs> she doesn't live in the settlements anymore. She, her kids are down the mountain, like towards Calamata. Yeah. And she's scared to stay by herself, but she walks up and hikes up and down the mountain every day, morning and night to water her garden, take care of her plants. And the one day, it was when we were first cleaning up the property in those first three weeks. I'm like, Greg, Greg, grab your camera. And he's like, what? I'm like, there's a lady with an oven on her back. He's like, what? <laughs> so he missed her. And then like two hours later, she was she coming came. back up the mountain. Yes, so Greg has right. a photo on her Instagram. 
And she's there with like, a, like this, the Mani women are very famous in Greece. Yeah. Like you don't piss off a woman from Mani. They, <laughs> um, there's a big, big, deep uh, history. But she told us a lot of the the history about the house, who built it and everything. And, and how, yeah. um, you know, so we, we found out from her that all of the settlement was built by donkey. She owned these donkeys yeah. and, and would let lend them to, uh, to those who were trying to build. So uh, yeah, like, Donkeys made this little settlement up there. It's yeah. wild. So how long <laughs> you guys now have been at it since you guys started? How long has it been now? We officially Official received uh, all the permits, archaeology, everything was good. Uh, December last year, so it's been 12 months. But then we had to wait because the stone workers, it's not that popular anymore. So we had to wait for the team to finish other projects. Right. So we started There's only July. one team on the island? Say again? There's only one team on the island of stone masons? Um, yeah, there's, well, there's only one that our engineering team, like, Oh, recommend it. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. it was like two or three. Um, but there are so many jobs because it's not that, like, it's not a common art anymore. Um, right. and, uh, so we were waiting for them. We started in July, beginning of July, um, with, with the excavation and, uh, yeah, um, we started, uh, about a month and a half ago now actually building like we laid the foundation yeah um we're, we, we're a little behind on our instagram yeah. game to be yeah. honest. <laughs> no, because so, i was yeah. curious about how far along you guys have gotten and then when are you guys predicting to be completed when do, ideally if everything works out end of next year to beginning of 2024 that long huh yeah, yeah. you're just be, based on your earlier time and trying to figure things out and get all the paperwork and get everything all ready you figure that it will take that long is it is it because it's going to be difficult to get the people to do the work they've been pretty good just, i think it's just yeah. that big of a project and so everything has to be carried up this path there's wow. no other way to bring like every bag of cement you know every tool donkeys? every can, we, can you guys yeah. raise some donkeys I know. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I actually don't have the heart to use a donkey. <laughs> like I could never. How dare we? But uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if we get desperate, the donkey will have to step in. So but, how, uh, how's that? How's that experience of of speaking with the old tradespeople there and their skill? I, I'm assuming everybody there is just Greek, or they are there a few that speak English as well. Trades, trades wise, the workers. So generally speaking, in in Greece, English is very easy to find um you're you're always in earshot of someone who can who can at least somewhat speak the language tradespeople, on the other hand are the hardest to 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 you know have a conversation why, with why is Christos laughing i don't know why why well, because well, so, so so funny before you know what i'm thinking about well i'm just gonna say so Christos is a pilot um okay he leave me uh oh so then you gotta weeks. figure it out okay so i'm here for two weeks by myself uh, of the month and uh that doesn't stop construction so um so i'm still out there doing my best i've learned a lot of greek because of tradespeople, and i've learned that google translate is literally your best friend but it doesn't work all the time <laughs> <laughs> it's not the greatest yeah but you've gotten you to this you gotten this far and and you're I'm thinking yeah, yeah the story with the plumber and the center oh yeah something simple like this so here in this house and um, in this we we've done a renovation here in this condo that we're in right now and uh I was working with a plumber while Christmas was away and he didn't speak any any English whatsoever it, it just not 
not even he wasn't even like able to repeat after me he wouldn't do it he was not happy to do so i used google translate to ask him to put the sink because the sink was smaller than the the unit it was sitting on the vanity and uh I, i needed it to be in the center he was giving me a choice it could be offset it could be to the right like left or right and i was like no i need it in the center I Google translated and he just started laughing. Um, but I said it to him. So I, I translated and I read it to him so that I could practice my Greek. Uh, the translation, I asked him to put it in the center of the city, like uh, not not the center of the, the unit, the, the city center. Um, you know, so it's not a not a perfect science, but he understood. He understood. And that's the point is that. Uh, Although it's always a good laugh, the words are like, oh, yeah, I understand why you why you said that. That's weird. But I'll put it in the middle. <laughs> so what what's the what's been the biggest challenge so far right up until this point until you guys are officially starting construction now with the foundation? What what have yeah. the uh, I guess what would have been the, the biggest hurdle? This. Uh, the other than the language for for my end of thing, I think if we're just to speak about the construction, it is. It is the excavation of that mountain. Um, what a you know we were we were told at the beginning it was going to be a short time, three weeks maybe. Um, I think we were working on that mountain almost for three almost three months. Wow! Um, it took a very long time. So you know when when you're looking at the surface of the mountain and they started using the machines, it was great. Rocks were flying. They were creating you know like amazing boulders that we could use for the for the house. As that stone got deeper, um, it became harder and harder. And uh, what they were creating was gravel. And uh, you can't use that in the house. At so all. it was rubble. Yeah. Um, so they they hit a point where they're like, yeah, we can't, we can't do this anymore. Um, Our engineers basically just called it. Like we had planned, if you remember from the renderings on the other side, there was like a patio on the new tower yeah. on the other side. And they're like, yep, yeah, no patio. It's done. Yeah. And we're like, whoa, 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 yeah. wait. Like, let's get an informed decision here let's talk to the stone workers like what's the projected timeline to extend what's but our engineers they know we're like you know very budget tight so like well it costs too much we're like well now we're here let's figure this out yeah so So that would be the second biggest challenge right is the working with with tradespeople who are trying to make decisions in your best interest you know that that's what they're thinking but instead we're we're the type of people who give us all of the options and let us decide yes um you know so for them to say yeah you're not getting a patio anymore sorry we're like no 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 hold the phone like we want to like if this is going to be an extra 10 grand that's our decision you know if it if it's worth it we'll do it um, in the end, we actually said, yes, we want to do it because it, we gained real estate from it. Um, you know, it, it gave us an entire office in the in the tower um, by doing so. So we continued to excavate and it, it held us back, what, three weeks um, yeah, by saying month. almost a month. So who came up um, with the idea of um, the core drilling with that uh, expanding concrete? Was that the engineer? Uh, the stone working. The stone, the stone guys. Yeah. OK, yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. clever. Um, I don't yeah. even know if they do that here, um, if they actually need to do that, or if we're just going to machinery it here. But I, I, right. I was looking at that and I was going, that's kind of clever because it actually works really well. It was yeah. wild, actually, was- like the felt like a science experiment. But just a, I, I didn't get to watch them actually like do the drilling. And I, so I was working while this happened. So I was kind of sad about that. But just going up there, they were done an hour and a half before um, before I finished work. I went up right after and the it was already starting to set and already starting to to crack the rock it was it was wild 
Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I wanted to get an idea. What's the square footage? Well, here, uh, here I am in Canada, and you, we should actually be talking square meters. Uh, squ- what's the square meters of the original house, and what's the square meter f- uh, of the the new house? How ambitious are you guys going? Yeah, um, the original house was 176 square meters plus okay. the uh, that wine cellar, um, which was about another 10. Um, so 186 in total. Um, and then the uh, with the extension, we're going to be uh, just around 275 with that extra office. Um, so just shy of 3,000 square feet. Right. That's a good size house. Yeah. Well, especially for in Greece. In Greece, um, yeah. In, yeah. Inside well, of a mountain, right next to it. Or yeah. in, a, in a mountain. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, so that's yeah, very ambitious. That's very, very ambitious. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, it's actually funny because like, so we're living now in Kalamata, the closest city to where the settlement to our houses and we're out for dinner once. And like this one guy at a restaurant jumped up and he's like, two guys in Greece. And we're like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. He's like, I follow you. And he's like, hi. So, what are the odds? Like, you know, little local celebrities almost. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, okay. Do you guys want to walk us through what the new house is going to look like? And, and I mean, I'm already loving the wine cellar. So what else are you guys planning on throwing in there? Yeah, so how do we describe this? So where do we start? Yeah, so when you when you first walk into our, our basement, so there's a door at the side of this house. Um, when you first walk in, it I mean it was just an open basement. Um we're turning this into like an entertainment area. Now Greek summer's hot as hell. Uh, no, so you, no, you, you go <laughs> under, you go underground is where people go to hang out. Um, now that I've climatized a little bit, it's hot. Um, the, uh, yeah, so downstairs we'll have a little bit of an entertainment area, um, just to, just to relax. Um, we're planning to turn what was a kitchen in the basement, um, into a, a just a small bedroom. Um, and that's where the wine cellar is attached to. So they're going to repair that wine cellar. It leaks right now. Um, we're going to repair that wine cellar and, and, and make use of it actually. So, um, may even try, we found grapes on our property, so we may actually try, um, creating our own wine one year. We'll How many see. vines? How many vines do you guys have? Well, we were sad because there was this big vine where we're actually constructing the the tower. Um, so it got destroyed. Maybe uh, it'll come back. We'll okay. find it. I don't know. It, it, it might it might still be there. Um, but while we were standing there one day, we we're like, holy, there's there's vines coming down over oh, these trees. There's grapes. There's really? grapes somewhere up in the mountain coming down. <laughs> so uh, and we actually ate some this year. They were yeah. they were quite good. So yeah, we'll we'll take a stab at creating our own wine if if they survive. If not, we'll we'll just plant some more and, and do it ourselves. But what I'm excited is for we got 22 olive trees. And uh, uh yeah. last yeah. winter we went to our friend's property and we helped uh, harvest the olives and then take it to the press and everything. And right. That's what I'm really excited about. To go back to the house, the when you first walk in, there's there's actually no way to the second floor. So you leave the house to come up the stairs outside to get to the the top floor of that house. So um, we're building a staircase as soon as you walk into the home to uh, to get you to the second level. So we don't have to go outside anymore. Um, so that'll get us to to connect the the house all together. Um, 
as far as the living room, we're we're just yeah, we're trying to keep it all open um, as as much of a, an open concept as possible. What's getting added into the main area of the house is uh, we're adding a washroom uh, just before the the kitchen. Um, so that'll be interesting with locked. We have a, we have a couple things happening in the, the tower right now. We have a planned bathroom in the new tower that we're building and they're, they're a little bit worried about making sure those pipes flow downhill, <laughs> which seems very important to me. Uh, um, gravity, you know, no? doesn't it work that way? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's, we're on like some super flat land right now. And I, I don't know, I don't know if that was an oversight or if, uh, you know, that, uh, Maybe you we'll guys can always a... get an injector. I mean, that that could, that will work automatically. Yeah. Injectors, they were talking about adding like an extra pump or something for yeah. like the shower. So, so basically yeah. like back here in, uh, at home, if you were to underpin a property and your waistline is lower, the new waistline is lower than the city, you would put in a pump, an injector, and it actually shoots all of your waste upwards and then out. So I'm assuming yeah, it's that it's available there. Yeah, yeah. they were they were talking about that for the one potential shower in the new tower. Same Um, thing, because that was the only thing that wouldn't have the actual proper um, glissy, that proper angle Angle. that they require. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all this, all this construction stuffs all in Greek. So it's all. (laughs) I know to translate it. I, I trust me, I would be lost too. I, uh, I mean, we would try to figure out if I saw the parts on the job site, I would be able to. uh, I just point to it. I would just (laughs) that right there, that right there, that goes right there. That's good. Um, yeah, you yeah. think you think you know a second language until you're renovating. Like this apartment that we're living in now, we renovated last summer, and like things I had to learn was like baseboard. I would never think to know the word baseboard in Greek. Like just like <laughs> random, or like the little things that you put in between tiles, the the spacers, yes. like the special word for those. Like right, yeah. What is the the Greek word for baseboard? Sofatopi. <laughs> Sofatopi. Sofatopi. Oh, Sofatopi. Okay, all right. That's a pretty yeah, long word for for baseboard, but now that we know it, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Is there this happens sh- quite often, actually. Is there shoe mold on the baseboard? No shoe mold. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to get an idea. So when you guys were coming up with the design, was it originally from you guys? And then you were just offloading all the design ideas to the engineer and the architect, and then they would kind of translate it for you and then come back and go, okay, based on your bucket here, this is what it's going to really look like. I think what you described as the latter is what they wanted us to be like, is like they wanted us to just tell the story. They go back and us go, yay, that was great. Um, Christos is not capable of that. He's very involved. And uh, I, I would say, although their hands made the three 3D conceptuals and built this AutoCAD drawing that we can all now enjoy, um, you know, it, it I was, was Christos happy. going like, move that wall, move this window. <laughs> like it's, a, you know, it's a, yeah, it, it was good though. I think, I think we, we had a lot of great debates. Yeah. A lot of them, like uh, sitting in the engineering off the engineer's office and just, you know, we would we would dream big. They would try to scale us back, of course. Right. Like, uh, you know, Pinterest, I guess, has ruined lives for many, many people in those positions. Yep. Yep. um, You know, we're showing pictures of like, 
what like 16 foot pieces of glass and like we want half of our stone exposed but glass to be you know uh to be the corner of our of our tower so we could you know it looked broken almost and uh that's something we stole from pinterest and then they're like absolutely not (laughs) and we didn't get to say this but our house has to be um, they have to be able to prove it's a plus energy. Oh, efficient. that's right. I was going to ask you guys about that because you're conscious yeah. of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the energy prices here are insane exactly. compared to Canada. Um, so that's one thing we were really sad about. We were really pushing, really fighting to have all the exposed stone on the inside of the house. Yeah. Like we love that. And we're not allowed. There's no way we tried to like, uh, you know, putting um, an air, then get, then a glass wall, something. Nope, nope, nope. The only thing we got is if there's any internal walls that have both internal rooms, we're allowed to have the exposed stone there. That's the only thing we got. What's the reason why you're not allowed to keep it exposed? The European Union energy ratings uh, on the house have to have a certain amount of uh, heat. uh, Heat loss um, calculations. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, but can we go back in time when they kind of stuck a fork in the road regarding the historical angle of things? Could you not use that as leverage and say, we're kind of trying to... I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm of. just saying, like, yeah. if you, you can't <laughs> yes. ask us to be to historical and then tell us to yes. be updated mechanically. Like, we we got to have a compromise here. Give us one wall. Give us one wall yeah. exposed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, just we, trying to say. We won a slight compromise in the basement, didn't we? In the we? basement, Where... we got a bit of like a, a like a fake crack of like the white, the... It'll go plaster. It'll be plaster. And, and then, then it'll crack stuff. away trying to make it look like it, it felt. And that took, that was like a good hour where we like our engineering team, they're like good cop, bad cop, which is kind of great. Cause you see them sort of like debate each other and like challenge each other. Yeah. Um, which is great. And then the, uh, the architect lady that was doing the plans, she had like the nice finishing touches on things. Like I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, and then she's like, well, wait, like if you're going to walk in, this is, you know, she had just the extra, She's so very smart. Very, yeah. very, yeah. Awesome. But uh yeah, a lot of good cop, bad cop, and then us trying to talk to one of them separately or whatever to get them to talk and to make things work. Yeah. So Strategic. What, are, what are they I, I guess how are they um make, let's let's talk a little bit of boring uh, mechanically speaking. What are they asking you to do now? I mean, because you still have to, I guess, technically heat the home and you also have to AC the home or you're not allowed yeah. to AC the home. So how, how is that coming along? Um, we're still um, in the process. So either it's going to be splits um, in the rooms or we're going to, there's the one downside to it is because we're going to keep the vaulted open uh, ceiling in the existing home. Makes it difficult um, for we splits. We could do um, 60th, I'm say, um, heat pump. Yes. Um, for the whole yes. for the whole two towers. However, it would be exposed, um, like the metal. All piping. the piping, on, yeah, I know. Which looks. So, like... so I haven't decided quite on that. What we're what we're going to do. Yeah. You could encase it in stone, but that's just more stone work. Yeah, and weight. And weight. Um, yeah. We're lucky that we also we're gonna have a fireplace um, in the main tower, and then in our bedroom upstairs the grandmaster bedroom so they're letting you build a a wood burning fireplace 
Yeah, yeah, that's totally good here. We also have a wood um, a wood oven outside on the property too to make like bread and things like that. Pizza oven, pizza, yeah. yeah. See, I'd be I'd be challenging it, but then again, you're challenging a system that's gonna can stomp on you when you're there, right? I'd be challenging it yeah. because fireplaces are the worst thing you can do when you want to try to be energy efficient. Like it's it's very exactly. pretty. It smells amazing. I personally would love it, but it does hurt your overall heat loss. It hurts your energy efficiency. It hurts all of that. But if they're allowing that, why can't you allow the stone? I would keep on making an argument for the stone, but you guys know the government there better than I do. You don't want to yeah. piss them off that much to the point where, well, we'll just put a stop on this. Yeah. Right? Or take Greg's PR card away. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. even worse. Exactly, right? So yeah. then it's like one guy in Greece, one guy in a boat uh, back to Canada <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't the want that. <laughs> but <laughs> so where is all, I'm just trying to get an idea of where you guys, I guess, uh, all the finished material, all your, I guess, your, your hardwood flooring, your tiling, your cabinetry, where is that all coming from? Is that all, you guys are keeping it all in-house on the island is is it all coming from greece or are you guys looking abroad for that we're lucky that kalamata is because there's a brand new highway that connects athens to mani um so we're very close like we're within 20 minute drive into kalamata and because that's a decent city that there's a lot of the chains that has all the greek stuff yeah. so we can get we can get the fancy italian like um uh, taps and stuff for the bathroom and the finishings um and the you know the spanish tiles um and the porcelain and uh you know the Greek uh, solar hot water tanks, and yeah. uh, um, and then there's the Greek um, like hardware, the kitchen companies for the millwork and the and the closets. Uh, and we had like with this apartment, we had like a little like dry run almost. So we have a lot of contacts already and and everything. Yeah. So is it also true that um, even if you guys do most of the work yourself, you still have to log hours? Is that a fact with Greece construction? Mm, I haven't heard of that. They, we're not physically doing any of all we have to do um, on our end because it's controlled through our engineers. They are they're they're doing they're doing some extra stuff that we're not fully fully aware of. But we have to technically, Christos and I are listed as their employers. Um, so therefore, we had to buy insurance for them every day that they work. It has to be declared. Um, so we're so paying if something happens. Oh, we're, we're, okay. we're, we're paying like their CPP and their Greek equivalent of like CPP and EI contributions. So we're like declaring the amount of people that come their hours. Yeah. Um, and then we have to, at the end of the month, pay a bill to the government for their hours and for what they do. Um, right. And then their um, like their workers comp uh, as well. So. So there is that kind of, there's a little bit of a gray area, I guess, when it comes to physically whoever's doing the work and how it's all, you, you got to abide by the rules, right? Like there's all these little, right. do yeah. they make you aware of these rules or you guys just discover them as you break them? <laughs> bit of both. <laughs> That's how I would do it. I would discover them as I break them. That's it. I didn't know, right? Play that card. It yeah. would work for a while. Except the slap on the wrist. Yeah. As as no <laughs> like we like we knew in the whole budget and stuff, but like our engineers were like all of a sudden like, oh, we need your tax number and your like logins. And we're like, well, oh yeah, I'm coming back from Canada in a week. And they're like, no, no, like we got to pay the first bill in three days. I'm like, well, what bill? Like, so it was included in their big budget they gave us, but they didn't like explain like we're going to have to do this every month. So that was a little bit of a learning process for us to like go in and navigate online banking for these government associations and stuff. And with these like verification codes and everything. Right. And so, yeah. I, I don't want to get too much into your business on the financial side, but is this, 
project for you guys, is it more or less expensive to do it in there than it would be in Canada? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say... Now, let's factor in the view and the environment yeah. and the mental health and the longevity yeah. and the happiness. Yeah, like, factor all that shit in there, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's let's just Absolutely. say all, all in, all in, like, purchase, renos, everything. Um, the cost, not the value after, but the cost of everything would be less than a apartment downtown Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, the the view alone, the property, the house when it's done, like we're gonna put a pool in, it's gonna sleep 12, it's gonna be like a, a Greek villa, you know, with our olives and our grapes and our lemon trees and everything. It's wait a minute, they're putting you guys be, are putting a pool in too. Yeah, they, al- the they, they allowed that. I don't understand how they allowed that loophole. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we did the Greek thing. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's a compact pool, um, like a, pre, a prefabricated pool. Yeah. Okay. And if it's a prefabricated pool, um, it does not have to be included onto the permits. It only has to be included onto the final uh, occupancy permit. Um, so then we're good with that. So we don't get this beautiful infinity pool that we wanted. It's going to be a prefabricated one. But then we're going to encase it in like stone after to make it look more part of the property well, with a nice deck and you, you could be creative and with certain stonework and the way the pool is positioned even though it's a prefab uh it could look like an infinity if you're kind of yeah. creative a little bit just take yeah. a little bit of effort gotta, that's all yeah i gotta look a bit more into it and uh we've been on our instagram game trying to find some like cool pools on properties and stuff to yeah. Make a plan. I, I love that you guys are using, and I know that a lot of the trades that I did see on the feed, they were mostly of the older generation because they're that's who's doing the work. But I love that you got guys pulling out plumb bobs and they're using old school tools. And, <laughs> yeah. and I love that they're building, a, a, they're restoring an old house with that same old technology that's been tried and tested how many decades, centuries, and it just works, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, is that are you guys in awe when you see them show up on site and they're, they're pulling out these things that you're like, what is that? And I don't understand how yeah, that works. Why isn't but there a laser? Yeah, no yeah, lasers, like, no <laughs> lasers. <laughs> Even yeah, like just wild. picking up a stone, like we're seeing a big pile of rocks. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. And the one, like one of the workers like picks up a stone and he takes a hammer to it and goes one, two, three, four, and he puts it and it perfectly Perfect. fits the spot that he was going to place it it's on this insane. new wall. And I'm just like... Even, even the things that they are thinking about that we probably wouldn't be like the the original house that original tower where um they've rebuilt that side of the wall we we've had to you know break down the stone that they're they're putting around that area is all old stone from an old house somewhere in mani he went and he found it um without even asking us he just did it because he knew that's what he had to do Whereas all the cornerstones for the new house, um, they're they're actually carving them out of marble, um, trying to make them look like a, not a, a freshly cut stone from a perfectly like aligned saw, you know. So it's um it's fascinating, like the the things they they do and the things they think about to to keep the look. I just I wouldn't have considered it. I wouldn't have thought about it. You know, it would just it's truly across my mind. Yeah, 
I mean, it's nice that I see, I see some of the younger generation there paying attention, but it's um, I love the consistency because all of them were not wearing any kind of safety goggles or any kind of safety protection. Oh, no, 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 listen, listen. I've always been there. Trust me, even as a kid and even me as a son. No, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying these oh, are, I am. These I are am. old you school. You all should wear I, your safety I, goggles. I know, but they were <laughs> chipping away. I was fascinated by the stone. I was like, look at this guy carve out this stone and then put it in its spot as if that's the spot this stone belonged to right yeah. mind you you're going to be wearing an eye patch next week i don't i get it but that stone looks beautiful <laughs> right where it's at right and they were all doing that so that's where the consistency is but you're, you're kind of i would if i was there i'd be cringing i'd be like oh God, put some goggles on put some goggles on please no i know and, and this is those working working with the stone inside but also during the excavation pro process um he's out there with an excavator at at a mountain and there is a stone of all sorts of shapes and, and sharpness flying everywhere he's he has still, a little beach umbrella on top I of saw that, that. I see, he's smart like, he's a smart his little man. iced coffee yeah he's a like, smart like, man like, 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 and he's getting the job done he's totally getting the yeah. job done and he's enjoying Our, life he's enjoying life that's what i love about yeah. it I wanted yeah. to ask you guys, what was some of the funniest things that you guys found on the property when you guys started opening up certain wall? I know that there was a, a whack of, of scorpions. I'm not a fan of scorpions to begin with myself, you know, even Me though they're neither. tiny as hell, but they move quick and they've got two big claws. But uh, I mean, were there interesting things that you guys found? Were there like little, I don't know, containers <laughs> or something? I don't know. We uh, we did find, and I hope he's never going to hear this show, but uh, the previous owner, we did find his uh, man cave stash of magazines. Um, that was last time. Uh, what you know, year? So we, what we got year? the centerfolds out. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. The 19, 1970s Greek playboy. It was quite tasteful, to be honest. Did you guys still, ask the yeah. arborist to come back to trim that? Yeah, <laughs> you're on to it absolutely <laughs> i can only imagine man like i can only imagine i'm sorry i mean they're yeah. dating that's funny um, that you guys found that stash <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, um, we found some like it was uncomfortable not not funny or weird but like bullets um that bullets, was a little world, awkward. world war ii bullets um yeah. wow they found um we also found a cool little uh what the but uh the um little like piggy bank that was buried oh yeah um yeah. it's really cool a uh, little metal piggy. We don't bank. know what it, if you shake it, it there's, there's something, something in it, but we're we don't know how to open the damn thing. So no, we don't, also don't break it. Don't break we it. also had uh books. Uh we had like so it's really big contrast. We had the Playboys, we had like the smutty like stuff, but we also had like Bibles and church books from oh, yeah. 1899 and 1920. Yes. Well, you gotta commit so to sin and then you gotta ask for forgiveness, right? So yeah, it's I like guess. it's a balance, right? right? He, had, he had it right. <laughs> one of the one of the coolest things I'd say the previous owner called us about a month in, about yeah. three when we were cleaning up the property, about three weeks in, and he's like, you know what? I really like you guys. I know we haven't physically met, but you know, I like you guys and I really like how so excited she's like, I'm going to tell you a secret about uh, the history of this home. And we're like, what? And he's like, okay. So, and he was trying to explain to me, he's like, walk over here, walk over here. He's like, I found, um, I found a present from the, from the elders, from the old Greeks. Um, and I was like, well, what, what do you mean? And so I'm, and I'm walking around on my phone. And so I hang up the phone and tell Greg, I'm like, we need to go back to the hardware store and get it like a chisel and a hammer or something. So he told us that he was fixing the property. He found a cave and during the Turkish occupation and then the World War II with the Germans and stuff, a lot of Greeks took their gold coins and would hide them in different places, in the walls and caves and things. Um, so he actually had found a stash, but he obviously took it. 
but he goes, you know, just so you, since you guys are so interested, he told me sort of where it is. He's like, if you see, I just cemented over the little access point to this cave. I left a gift in there for someone to open it one day. So I'm like, Greg, right now, don't tell anyone. We got to go like get a chisel, get a hammer. We drove to the hardware store, came back. We're sitting there like on our knees, like trying to like tick, tick, tick away at this. We created a hole, maybe like six inches by a foot. Put my hand in with my iPhone. That was, um, yeah. Was... We were so excited. Greg at first was like, this guy's razzing you. I was like, no, he's not. He's not going to just say that, like, to send us on a goose hunt. So we ended up going down. There's a cool little video. We haven't posted it yet. But, like, we're trying to take our little, like, solar panel, like, light to shove it down there on a string. Greg puts his phone in. And we find this cave. It's probably, like, a square, a cubic meter. Like, it was it's huge. Big. It, it was enormous, um, actually. And he left the gift he left in there was a teacup and a saucer. <laughs> uh at the bottom of this cave um yeah so but it was cool because That's knowing nice. that he found like he found he didn't say exactly what whatever but he said you know there was a gift i found from the from the elder greeks um and so obviously you know you hear stories of people finding gold coins and all this and uh yeah that was the gift he uh he left are you guys yeah. um are you guys still digging uh we had a couple <laughs> caves on the yeah Actually, that's that's interesting. So we we found these caves while they were excavating, and now we've changed our design in the tower to even though it's underground, um, we have built a window. We're building a window so that that cave can always be seen. Um, so we're not because it, it, otherwise our house would be up against this cave. You yeah. wouldn't see it. So now we're we yeah we've put uh, we've put a window there so that we can light it. You can see um, the stalagmites and the stalactites. Uh, like yeah, the, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, yeah. does that make you guys feel obligated to leave something there when you guys are building and cover it up and then let the next owners? I don't know. Have you guys thought about that? <laughs> we, <laughs> or maybe leave the we, same teacup and saucer? I don't know. You know, I, I've thought of all these weird things to do to the house. I was like, I was even like, <laughs> I, I'm morbid. I'm maybe more morbid. You're, you're nice with a teacup <laughs> and saucer. I'm, I actually was like, we need to go and buy like all the Barbies from this, like this little <laughs> store over here and put the heads into the, <laughs> you know, so when they tear down all the plaster walls, all these heads are stuck in the Just stone. Might as well like, melt uh, them while you're at it too. So they could be partially <laughs> melted and then put yeah. them in there. Yes. Well, we did put into the wall is um right when we started they so they laid the foundation tradition here in greece um is actually you it's an mm. old greek pagan tradition before christianity is you would actually slaughter a rooster and spill the blood on the property that was for good luck for building okay. so our engineers are telling us you know a little canadian greg here is like oh hell no i'll bring yeah. chicken souvlaki to the <laughs> yeah. job site everyone can get some chicken souvlaki we can pour the juice from the box yeah. onto the you know we're not we're not killing a rooster yeah. Yeah. Um, not happening. So we fast forward and went with the new 2000 year old, the Christian way. And we had the priest come up and do a, a holy water to bless the home. That's nice too. Yeah. Um, so we did that little service and then the, he takes um, basil, basil and dips in the holy water and then like uh, uses it to sprinkle the holy water everywhere. And um, so what Craig and I did, since they were just starting to build the walls, we ripped up the basil and shoved it into the walls. We're like, oh, well, I guess it's a blessing. Good luck and all this. And, yeah. Or it'll grow. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a problem. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you a bunch of other stuff too as well. I still got, what haven't you guys told us about? Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to try. I mean, outside of, I mean, first of all, the food there has got to be amazing. 
The food is incredible. The like, food is what I'm just, I'm just like, I can almost smell it here. Like, I mean, it's got to be amazing. Yeah. No, like it's all. And I know that I saw some of the festivals that you guys were walking around. And that's what I miss about my own small town in the Azores as well. It's just, yeah. you see the same faces, you have similar conversations. You just kind of carry that conversation over and over. And you add a little bit to that story and you keep on going. And then you enjoy food, you enjoy wine, you enjoy everything. And that's why the value of the house there versus the, the value back here, right? Very yeah. envious, very envious, right? Well, and, and, and we live in Kalamata, like the, the major city here is Kalamata. So any olive you've ever picked up is likely to be a Kalamata olive. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're very well known for the olives and for the oil. And I mean, I've used olive oil in Canada, but you, you very quickly here learn that Canada actually probably receives the, the bottom of the barrel oil. From, from Greece, from Italy, from wherever. It either goes the to oil. Mr. Lube or it comes to your dinner table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, it, it, like, Christos has caught me, like... Over the sink, pouring oil onto a piece of bread. <laughs> like, bread bread is now just a vessel for oil. I just really, if, if it was acceptable in the social society we live in to just eat the oil, I would. Um, I, I cannot believe how much I've discovered olive oil to be a taste of, of that. I like, I, I adore it. I, I want it all the time. It's weird. So when are we um, going to see two guys in Greece, olive oil bottle show up on the shores of Canada? Yeah. Let's, let's get our trees healthy. Again. I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. I mean, That's it's not plan. a bad idea, right. To, to get it there. Yeah. You've got the supply. It's right there. Yeah, right? it's true. Yeah. It's absolutely and true. We've, we've harvested one, one year, one season. So we've learned, learned the trade. Yeah, we did. It's absolutely true. Are you guys itching to do some of the work yourself or you guys are just like hands off and just let them do it? Let them take care of it. We are actually pretty hands on. I mean, we, um, we're not touching the stone. I mean, structurally, I need that house to withstand all of the things, including earthquakes. So we, we opt out of touching anything that's structural and electrical and probably plumbing. Um, after that, I'm happy to get my hands dirty um, because it's most likely not going to make something break <laughs> or injure somebody. Um, you know, so yeah, those those are the areas we'll probably stick out of. But uh, yeah, when it comes to to other things, yeah, we're we're not we're not like not painting, not you know sanding yeah. things down that's fine it, and in fact we've never really had the opportunity to do it right so it's uh it's it's exciting it's exciting to go to a hardware store and like actually need something i'm not there to just walk around like i need something like i need, we, we bought a chainsaw i bought a chainsaw <laughs> like i was like dad we have a chainsaw like like yeah, just wild what? do you I know how to use a chainsaw Never used one in my life. Still haven't. And it is out of the box. It's just it's now hanging on the trunk of our car it's because we started construction. There's nowhere to store it. So we're <laughs> driving around with the chainsaw in their trunk. Yeah, we look, we look great. Two guys in Greece and a chainsaw. Yeah. It's, right. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, uh, what else? I have a bunch of questions. I want to, I'm assuming, are you guys the first in your circle of friends that have done this or have other people in your circle of friends that have done this or considering this? Mm. Our really good friend, Krissa, here um, did something similar um, where she's restored an entire um, historical home in the center of Kalamata. So, um, and she's originally from Vancouver as well, came here, married uh, a Greek man and and now has a beautiful um, four-year-old, four-year-old uh, daughter and 
she's she's like everything to us um so she's done it she's the she's been through the exact same thing so actually a lot of the trades people we've met um a lot of her uh learning um has she's passed it on to us so she's she's really been um helpful in this process and she got held up with the like our house was deemed archaeological yeah. hers was deemed historical which was even worse because there was more committees to go through yeah. so hers was three years for permits and ours was only six months we also have to thank covid the one positive thing yeah which forced greece from the paperwork to the digital age where permits became digitalized during covid um so i think that also expedited our our process i was actually looking online and and the greek process of permitting and everything is very similar to the canadian way there's a lot of very similar stages. Everything's all pretty much on the same kind of level and on stages and how you do things, how you prepare things, how you build things. It's just you're in a, a different part of the world. That's all it is. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, do you, can you be a tourist and do what you guys are going through or do you need to become a, a, a permanent resident? You can, um, anyone can purchase uh, property in Greece. There are some parts of Greece where you cannot uh, purchase that like bordering like the Turkish border where it's a bit protected um, area where foreigners can't purchase. Um, but yeah, anyone can purchase as long as you get a tax number and uh, you're declaring the money coming in. Um, there is the golden visa program. We've actually at the bank bumped into some other Canadians from Calgary down in Mani. They bought a plot of land, built a house during the golden visa program. They have no connection to Greece. No, nothing. They're straight up Canadian as well. And they're just loving life. Our next door neighbors are from Ireland um, our little settlement is a lot of uh, foreigners, expats. actually, a lot yeah. of expats, you know, <laughs> 315 days of sun a year, fresh food, vegetables. I was swimming at the beach a couple of days ago, you know, in December. Sorry, Manny. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. saying, why not? Might as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you guys, I'm, I'm curious, are you guys, uh, I mean, you, you're just getting started. I would say the hard part. Uh, you got the next 12 months. I'd love to have you guys back on the show when you guys have it finished and, and show yeah. us and give us a tour. That would be amazing to see it. But are you guys still of the mind? Like, let's do this again. Like, are you at that point? Or by the time you get to the end, we're never going to do this again. It's an itch. It's an, it's itch. an itch. You're like, there's, you know, we, so we renovated this condo knowing what we would go through in the house. I mean, we haven't finished the house and nor have we even started thinking about fixtures, flooring, colors, all that. I mean, we, we have these 3D mock-ups, which we're, we're going to try to stay true to, but um, we... I'm already looking at properties. Yeah, Christos, <laughs> Christos can't, can't stay off the real estate website. Okay. I'm good that we recorded that, Christos, because I want to see in about a year's time if that's going to still be the same thought process, right? All depends on how much money we spend on this place. But yes. that'll all go out the window the moment you finish and you're sitting there and it won't matter what that amount is at all, yeah. right? It's yeah. going to be more about what you guys feel emotionally to that house and what you guys have done for that island and that property and everybody else that's had that property, right? So yeah. I, I could still see you guys looking at another property and starting all over again. Yeah, it's uh, actually even even the surrounding area around the house that we're in, it's, it's beautiful, right? And like people, there's places for sale in this whole area like uh you know so also yeah, in the the side of the mountain where we are it is the first village of mani so it's sort of like borderline mani borderline kalamata and it's called verga uh okay. is the area and the area of verga they've actually stopped giving uh building permits 
So if there's any pieces of plots of land that have already have a building permit, those are going up in value yeah. because you can't just buy a plot of land and then submit for building. You have to have some existing building permit um, right now. So it's what was the reason become, why they stopped them? Um, just too much. There's food. lots, of, a lot of villas going up. It used to be all just like all nature and stuff and forest land and, you know, agricultural land. And it's now like there's some gorgeous villas and homes being built and hotels. Like our it's only a uh, three kilometer drive up the mountain, yeah. but now we pass by two uh, five star hotels. We have that beautiful castle bar nightclub where I proposed to Greg. Um, you know we have like um, a couple bars up there, restaurants yeah, in the little settlement where we are. If you take the stone path up. There's actually a little taverna there where they have the wine from the mountain, the olive of the mountain, you know, like the full traditional village taverna. Um, it's uh, it's sort of booming. <laughs> yeah. Come in a life. In its weird village way. like Yeah. But it, I, I don't know. It's I, I love the village life. I totally love the village life, right? It just, I, I me personally, I've gotten so sick and tired of Toronto in the last few years. It's just, I think Toronto's just chipped away at me too much. And I'm tired of being yeah. chipped away that I'd rather go to the village life, right? It, it's so different, isn't it? Like it is. the, your, what matters to you changes, you know, like your, the material world slips away all of a sudden. It's, uh, it's not so much about buying things and, and, owning things it's more about community and and you know being outside and and connecting with people and fresh food and uh you start to care about things you don't find yourself caring about in this other life that uh, we knew very well from vancouver um you're not scheduling you know coffee dates with friends two weeks from now (laughs) like yeah like uh it's this is not the way it works you know the people here in greece and you can probably say the same for your people in in the azores is like they they will have five euros to their name left after they've worked, you know, all the month and they still want to buy you a coffee. They will not let you pay. And that's their last five euros. And they're like, it's like for like, they need to go home knowing they've done something. And they'll they'll even give you the espresso cup and the saucer. So you could take it as a gift. If you want. I know. I know. I know. I love that. And then like Vancouver, you know, Toronto, it's unlikely people even know their neighbors. You know, they're uh, you're in an elevator and you put your head down and you don't say hi to the the person next to us. It's something I've 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 learned that uh, there's there's this thing we've forgotten about in Canada and in North America, even, you know, that. uh, Yeah, it's it's sad to see our our next door neighbor here at the apartment we're living in now. Like we weren't even moving in yet. We're still renovating it. And she lives in Athens and this is like a summer home for her. She's like, oh, come here, Christo. And I was like, what? She's like, here are the keys for my apartment. Check on it. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. I know. She's like, no, you guys are good boys. I know. Like, here's the keys <laughs> to my apartment. You know, once in a while, just check on things when I'm not around. I'm like, no, no, I don't feel comfortable. Like, we don't. And she's like, nope, it's okay. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. okay. We're like, we have your keys now. That's <laughs> weird. But, uh. Cool. But it's not. It's not weird. It's not, not over there. Yeah. Yes. It isn't. Yeah. I want to I yeah. ask uh, one last question before I get into the 12 questions of construction, which will be pretty entertaining, I think. Um, I want to <laughs> ask you guys, uh, tr- can you guys describe the kitchen that you guys are going to build as detailed as oriented? Because I want to get a sense if you guys are, and I'll just say it, making the mistake of bringing a Canadian kitchen over there. And I hope you're certainly Ooh. not doing that. This is interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, well, can you describe as much detail as possible? Just what please you tell me that you're not doing any shaker cabinetry or 
doors or white kitchen or like anything oh, like shit. that. I'm looking at a picture right now. <laughs> it is literally white. Um, but it's not yeah, Shaker, it's, is it? It can't be Shaker. What is Shaker? Shaker Should is a framed and a square edge on inside. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys did bring Canada over to Greece there. All right, okay. Full disclosure, <laughs> we didn't get a choice of the cabinets. Why? That, uh, that Why didn't you guys get a choice? Why wasn't that allowed? This, this was just to bring the kitchen to life so we could see it. Um, you know, it was it was a, it was a first I just love that that Christos in the beginning was talking about tile from Spain and then, you know, like uh, yeah. uh, wood from so and so and all these different places and now uh, cabinetry from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, in in the kitchen, what I was pushing for was to have that stone wall, oh, uh, stone wall island, and that we have it. And then my other thing I was pushing for was our hot water tanks, because here in Greece we get 315 days of sun a year in Kalamata, um, so we want our solar hot water tanks, so we don't have to pay for hot water. Smart. Um, and our uh, architect, she did the mock-up. Uh, we're looking on the second screen right now. She did the the mock-up for it. Um, but in all reality, we're going to be bringing the company Stoza. They're in Kalamata. They're an amazing team. We worked with them on Brilliant. this on this uh, apartment, and we're going to get their their feedback and their expertise. We already saw some of their cool things. Like I don't know I was amazed by they have this super cool like it uh, French um, where you have where you cook the pots and pans. I can't think it's of an English. induction. Oh, you're doing an induction. induction cooktop. Okay, but the center but the center of it is the exhaust fan. And it's like so it's a downdraft. It's a downdraft. Yes, yes, it's a and downdraft. It, it defies gravity and it blows yeah. my mind. And then I, you, you purposely want to create smoke so you can see that smoke go down instead of go. Yes, hundred percent. Like <laughs> I just want to boil water for the sake of. Just be careful. Water. Just be careful about the routing of that exhaust fan because it's a lot trickier than doing a traditional way. That's all. Just be careful well, when you're doing the cabinetry and everything like that, mm -hmm. because there, um, it takes up a lot of space on the back end of the stove, right? So just factor that in. Sure. Remember that, right? Because right. I've done it a few times, and it's, uh, it's like parking a coffin behind the stove. You know what I mean? It's such a big component, and it's just annoying, and you got to try to hide it, right? So, but it's a very cool. I like it because I I hate staring at something right at eye level uh, when you're cooking, or like you got the hood there. So that's why I like the downdraft. But you gotta get you gotta do it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fair, enough. No. Fair enough. What's the countertop gonna would, be? I would show you the picture of the kitchen. No, no don't show. Sure. I don't want. No, I want to see when you guys get closer to finishing it. Yeah, but I just I wanted like, to get we, an idea, we, we, and I wasn't trying to insult you guys about the shaker shit. It's just like. I hate that. If you've heard the show before, everyone knows I hate that. I can't stand that. It's just everybody we're does like, it. We're like shaker, and you're like the square. And we're looking over. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I just met you guys, and I'm and I'm insulting your house that you're building in Greece, man. I apologize. I totally but, apologize. Uh, what, really what, 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 what color? What color countertop are you guys doing? Well, I'm gonna let you guess. Actually, since you've done so well, is it white marble? No. What it is, is it? Not. What is it? What is it? It's like a gray, like slate granite, and it's actually a two-tiered. With a the second tier is a white, like Corian white. Yes. Marble. So that's nice. Yeah. So there's the, the the island of the the middle of the kitchen is is two-tiered. So it's almost like it creates a bar on it. Yes. But there's a lower half where your sink and your your yes. stove would go. Like uh, I'm not sure if the sink's going there actually, but. Uh, we can't actually see it in this photo, but um, I think it's it's either the oh yeah it is it is there, 
Yeah, so so she's got this like nice designed island, which we didn't even ask for. We never gave her any inspiration for it. This this just threw uh, itself into the mix, and we were like, "Yes, this we, looks this looks Canadian. We're in." <laughs> we were like big windows, stone wall. That was yeah, our, that, that was, was our, our requirements thing. on the kitchen. We did say that like we we love to cook, we love to entertain. Um, so the kitchen's the most important place. Although she drew this for us, I it wouldn't. It, we would never end up here. It, it's you know. It, it. I would need to learn more about what this is. You, you, you got know, time. You got. You got time to change it. You got lots of time to modify yeah. it and then make some other Absolutely. suggestions or things like that. Right. So. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I want to do the twelve questions of construction. You guys ready for this? Yeah, go for it. Everybody that's Let's been listening to the show, please check them out. Two guys, the number two, two guys dot in dot Greece uh, for uh, 12 questions. Here you go. What is your favorite construction word? Ooh. Oh, it's I've already forgotten it. Isn't that bad? Um, what, is, it, is it? What's that Bob thing? Oh, the plumb bob. bob. The plumb bob. Plum bob. Hands down. Plumb bob. Who, who named this thing? Bob? Um, <laughs> I'm Who's guessing Bob? Bob or Robert could have been a Robert. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> Chris, uh, um, I'd have to say Kufomata. Ooh, Kufomata, yeah. and that Kufomata. It's like the, the doors and windows and the yeah. I don't know what the word exactly. the holes of the house. Yeah, like no, like the the, the the doors, the windows of the home, the openings, all the like okay, the openings with the, the metal surroundings for the for the glass. I don't know. I don't know how to tell it. Yeah, the trims. The track. I would say trim Ooh. or the casing. The tr- uh, casing. Casing. The casing. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, what is your least favorite construction word? Uh, no delay. <laughs> delay. <laughs> so basically, you guys yeah. said no delays. All right. <laughs> what turns you on in construction? Oh, stone. Yeah, stone. The actually. I never thought cutting stone could be so sexy. The like watch I, I could sit there all day. I, I could be late for work because I'm watching this excavator like sounds now terrible. Drill into the into the rock. Now you're getting a slow motion. Let's cue the music. No, um, there's, there's lots there's lots of double entendres in construction. That's why we're in construction. We love it. All right. We totally love yeah. it. But are but they cutting it? Are they dry cutting or wet cutting it? It was dry. Um, it was a jack. Like uh, yeah, okay, that's wanna... right. That's right. I remember, yeah, I didn't see any hoses hooked up. I guess maybe no, like a hose from the ocean, and then they kind of siphon it out <laughs> or something. They're using that. But... Oh, no, nothing like that. <laughs> what turns you off in construction? <laughs> Scorpions. No. I I absolutely hate dust. So on the same note of cutting rock, which is super awesome. The fucking mess. I <laughs> it sucks. Like um especially I, stone. I have ruined all my shoes. I have you know, I'm I'm the idiot that comes to a construction site and a new pair of Nikes. Um, you know, the uh yeah, it's I hate mess. I'm not very good with it. Order some grist boards. They're from Italy. They're all right. they're super comfortable and then you won't ruin them. They'll last forever. Yeah. Uh, uh what is your favorite curse word, gentlemen? Ooh. Could be in Greece too. Drake, sorry. Go ahead. I have to think for a sec. I, I actually swear a lot in Greece, in Greek. Sorry, I swear a lot in Greek. Um, in When we say damn it, it's a kramoto. Kramoto. Like, uh, 
Yamamoto. Yeah. It's like, damn it. Like, uh, fuck. Yeah. So uh, maybe fuck is mine. <laughs> I would have to say uh, Malakismeno. Malakamizeno? Malakismeno. So Malaka directly translates to like. I've heard that one. Like, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. A wanker. Yes. Um, and it's like, a, a, you're like getting mad at that thing. Like you're like fucking wanker thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle in the entire world? Well, you guys are living there. You're not really dealing with vehicles, but. Ooh. Can we just say that Christos and I have only owned Volkswagen, like, GPIs Golf. and Golfs? <laughs> For some reason, it's before not intentionally. We met. Yeah, before we met, we arrived together in each other's lives with, with he had a GTI and a Golf. They're literally the same car. And I already owned a Golf here in Greece when I was in the military. Yeah, so we're with a Golf again. It's just, I'm going to I'm gonna throw it out there. In, unintentionally, we love the, the GTI Golf thing happening with Volkswagen. And it's another story teaching Greg to drive standard on that mountain. I learned standard here in Greece. Yeah. You you never drove stick before? Ever? Never. No flaps. On That's a mountain. Christos, that'd be a yeah. little that'd be a little scary, yeah? Like it's rolling. Fuck, back. I haven't heard it's rolling squeals back. Like... It's rolling back. It's still rolling back. Yeah. The whiplash now we're still doing therapy yeah. for the next. <laughs> the amount of screaming like a little girl I like it was yeah. Third, third gear was scary at one point. <laughs> what is your least favorite vehicle in the world? <laughs> oh, the tourist minivans. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Especially like parking up because we don't have much parking by the house, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden you get these like German tourists show up in their like big minivan things and they're like taking up like four stalls on this side of the mountain. Can't even get a donkey past them, eh? Yeah, on a hairpin turn too. Uh, what's yours, Greg? Uh, probably. So we have a lot of um, the 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 incorrect, not politically correct way to refer to them as gypsies. So don't put this in your recording. But uh, Roma, Roma, Roma. Um, they they tend to drive these beat up, pickup rusty, falling apart trucks. And I, I am not a fan. I am not a fan. And they don't wear seatbelts. And there's no. too many people in these cars. This is, no. yeah. Uh, what's your favorite? Or sorry, what construction sound or noise do you guys love? Ooh, <laughs> this is a good question. A sound. Or uh, noise, either or. We haven't heard it at the house yet. But I do love a nail gun. Ooh. I remember when we were building our house when I was a kid. I have to say it's the, so we recently put up, um, or we, they, uh, our, our stone team put up a slide so that they could bring concrete down. Yep. Um, uh, the sound of the concrete, like splashing into the wheelbarrow is such a, what a fascinating noise. It's interesting that you say that because a lot of people here compared to the porta potty. Oh God! Yeah. Well, now you just ruined that for me. That I'm sorry. literally, your next question is my least favorite sound. It's also this. What's it? Your least? What's what sound or noise do you guys hate? Sound that I hate. I hate the sound of uh, tile being cut. Yeah. This is this is bad. Like the Ooh. the grinding of tile. It's awful. What do I hate? I'm going to have to say um, when they were using the jackhammers to go through our walls to rewire the walls in this apartment, mm. um, 
that was super annoying, super loud. It was almost more annoying. I expected the excavation of the mountain to be this horrendous noise, but it was actually surprisingly a very interesting, just like tick, 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 tick. It was not that bad. But I just had the jackhammer on the in the walls of the apartment going through like the uh, bricks. It's the the reverb in the concrete. It's I the boxes, so, yeah. right? You've got the mountain. Yeah. You've got the air. It just it dissipates, it just right? Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so harsh. Yeah. Uh, what profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Ooh, that's good. If I were to quit being a pilot and money wasn't an issue, I'd be a bartender. I have this weird dream of owning a pie shop. I've never made a pie in my life, but I just feel like people selling pies are just, they sweet look happy. Sweet and savory just pies or just sweet pies? Any pie. Any I, pies. Yeah, any pie. I mean, like. Let him make a pie first before we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? <laughs> uh, working at a Greek bank. 100%. They're very pleasant there. They're very happy. Go-getters. No, right? That's that's like, that's like stepping back 300 years in time, wow. going to a bank in Greece. Wow. Yeah. They laid the, the original stones of the house, huh? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that both? No, Greg, what's the earth? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What would I not want to do? I probably, you know what I couldn't do? I could not, I could not be a fisherman. Or do anything on a boat. Um, love being on a boat. I would just be sick. Like I, I need to see the shore. So couldn't work on a cruise. Couldn't work as a fisherman in the middle of the sea. Not going to happen. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? Ooh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he's going to say. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, it, and it's going to be because of all the incredible things we did here on this earth. <laughs> Like a, it's going to be a high five moment. Mine's a bit more PG. Like, welcome, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much means the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Honestly, a blast talking to you guys. I know it's late there and it's, it's afternoon-ish here for us. But thank you so much for being on the show and sharing. And uh, I, I definitely, please keep posting. I love seeing the updates. I love seeing what's going on there. And uh, mm -hmm. you never know. Maybe I'll catch a flight and pass by and surprise and check it out for good because I'd love to take a look at it. I love that kind of stuff. Love it. That'd be awesome. Please do. You're welcome anytime. And yeah, thanks for having us, uh, letting us tell our story and even reminisce a little bit about yeah, uh, it's totally what it's nice. like to do what we're doing. We we don't give it enough thought. So that was that was nice. Great. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Angelina. We are out of here.